This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Checking in on the big show star phone this morning. Two brothers, one a legendary actor, the other an accomplished TV and movie composer. Please welcome Kevin and Michael Bacon to the big show. (laughs) Hey, guys. Well, I'm very excited. I heard the brand new Bacon Brothers song. She's easy, easy on my eyes. The title is a little misleading because it's a very uh, clever song. Might be one of the, I think, the best things you've ever done before. I really like the song. Thanks, thanks, man. Kevin, you wrote that thing? Yeah, I wrote it. Um, there's a line in the um, in the song which says, uh, like the perfect pink moment at the moment when the sunset dies. I seem to remember that in... Um, Ojai, California, they have this thing called the pink moment and people go up there and they sit on the mountain and they wait for the sun to go down. And just as it, it's about to ex, about to disappear, the sky turns pink. And I've heard the same thing about the green moment in Hawaii. So it seems like everywhere you go, you got a different color moment. Right. Yeah. But I think the pink one. Um, so that was really like kind of like the start of the song. I was trying to write this Thing about a perfect pink moment mm. and then i thought well you know it's kind of easy on my eyes and i don't know just kind of went from there what's a perfect pink moment to you oh uh well i guess just being able to uh wake up and see that person next to me every, every day. now i'm i get up way way earlier than everybody else in the house i'm, I'm what, i do too i know the feeling yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm what what i like to call a worm catcher yeah, <laughs> but uh, when she comes out of the uh, out of the bedroom, and believe me, this is something that would be very easy to get tired of in uh, this isolation. It's always like the perfect pink moment to me when when she walks out. How beautiful mm-hmm. is that? And you guys have been married for what since eighty nine, I think. Yes, eighty. I think it's a. Let me think. <laughs> I think it might be eighty eight. Eighty eight, eighty nine. Uh, We've been married long enough that when we got married, I could actually read this. I got to tell you, the other day, I was in the middle of the day, and I asked my wife, is there any chance this is our anniversary? <laughs> she said, yeah, I'm glad you remembered. It's like yeah. 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and I remember. Was it? That was tough to get over. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> You know, it's funny, I, I read an interview with Kira a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things she said is that you guys are very different. She's very neat, and you're kind of a, doesn't matter if the bed's made, because who's going to see it kind of guy. 
And yet you are a guy who gets up and like digs into the news and she doesn't want any part of it because it's too distressing. Have you found that that is kind of actually kind of a perfect situation because you balance each other or is it driving you nuts? No, I think that I think that balance is certainly a good part of a, a, a relationship for sure. I mean, I think that you have to have some kind of fundamental things that are that bring you together, you know, that you really kind of core an essence that that's, that's the same, but the rest of it, all those peripheral things, I think can be opposites. I think that's fine. You know? Michael, you said um, that you're kind of, you live in the countryside in Pennsylvania, which I love, that's my heart space. And you really haven't felt like this lockdown has changed your life too dramatically. Now, since I heard you say that, has it changed? Has it gotten a little more dramatic for you or no? No, it's all the same. It's We kind of lucked out because we decided to take a year off from New York and we sublet our apartment. Good timing. We were coming up on a year where we'd have to go back because we live in a co-op and, and you can't sublet it for more than a year. And that was right before the, the whole thing hit. And so we just stayed. We were already here and I haven't been back in New York in uh a couple of months and uh you know we're totally isolated um we have no neighbors it's beautiful i mean i i almost feel bad because our situation is so much better than most people's but yeah. we kind of just lucked out and our son and his girlfriend have been in their apartment in new york for close to two months now and they're probably going to get away in about a week but boy that that was that was hard it really was oh, yeah you know a lot of people find it harder than others because you spend a lot of time with the other person in your life. And if you have kids, it even makes it more complicated because oh, yeah. <laughs> you see them and parts of their personality you perhaps didn't know existed. It's a dangerous situation for a lot of families. Mm -hmm. I think you probably know that the personalities existed, but they just get, <laughs> they just get uh, you know, amplified. When you spend that much time with somebody, they become even more of who they already were. I saw you did this interview recently with uh, someone over in Britain, and I guess you shocked the world because you said you wouldn't do the footloose dance anymore. The warehouse um, dance, yeah. The angry warehouse dance. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love the movie. It was a great moment and getting, you know, rehearsing all that dance stuff and was great. It was a great memory. But, you know, to recreate that, I, I can't, I just can't do it. You know, you don't I, have the anger. <laughs> I don't have the anger yet. Yeah. Well, you got to be proud of the fact that you're in two of the most iconic movies of all time that people are probably re-watching for the umpteenth time, Footloose and Animal House. Those are two movies that hold up over the course of history, and they withstand the test of time. So that's got to be pretty. If you only made those two movies, and I know you've done a lot of great dramatic movies also, but those two movies never seem to fade away. They're like your calling card. Yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, I, I, I have a lot of gratitude for the films that I've been able to be in and all those, you know, situations. And, you know, I got a lot of fondness uh, and fond memories. And Animal House was my very first movie. So that really holds a special place wow. in my heart because I'd never been on a movie set before and um, walking in and seeing all that chaos and realizing that it took that many people and that much time and that many different jobs and all that kind of equipment and all this crap that I just had no idea went into making a movie was just my jaw was just on the floor. And, um, you know, within, I think probably my second day of shooting, I realized that 
this was like my home, you know, this is where I needed to be. And uh, it was, wow. so it was very special. Yeah. yeah, you looked around, you said, what the hell is going on here? Michael, I know that um, you have been teaching, correct? Yeah, I teach at two different colleges in New York. And so are you doing that remotely now or did you take some time off or? No, we're, we went right from being in the classroom to Zoom. Um, and it's been kind of, it's it's been an adjustment, but yeah. um, so far I haven't really found it that all different. It's, I think if you're a good teacher, you can, you can walk through the lens of Zoom and still be a good teacher. And um, yeah. a lot of the logistical stuff, well, for instance, I teach film scoring and in both of my classrooms, one it's Manus College in the village and the others in the Bronx at Lehman College. Uh-huh. And we have a very, very well-equipped classroom with all the latest technology. So all of a sudden, both my class at Lehman and Manus they can't get anywhere near there. Wow. So um, what I have to do is try to figure out how can I reconfigure all that technology and all those sounds and everything for free. And share. And the software companies were just amazing. I mean, they gave us free software through the rest of the summer for the, for the students and sounds. And now the students have the same, pretty much the same stuff they had in the classroom, which I feel really good about. And I think that's been the major challenges. You know, it's one thing to teach, you know, if you're teaching like a history of film class where it's, it's, it's kind of on a syllabus, but if you're teaching a, a workshop class, you got to get them the stuff to work on or else no, no reason to do it. Right. Kevin, tell us about this thing you're doing. Uh, I stay at home for that. It's a, oh, yeah. it's a cool operation you got going there. Uh, I stay home for was a um, kind of an, uh, a concept and a hashtag that we actually launched probably five weeks or or maybe five weeks ago. It was just the idea that that you know feeling frustrated about what do you do in this situation, what can you do to to help, and more and more it seemed pretty clear to me that one of the things you could do to help was to stay at home. So we took the idea of six degrees and the connections and the and, <laughs> and the game and just took me out of the game and, and started to talk about how if you're staying at home, then somebody that you're connected to is, is possibly going to be safer. And then we started to think about how who we're really staying home for is um, the frontline workers so that we don't, you know, overwhelm them, get them sick or, or uh, overwhelm the hospital system. And then we launched this thing last week called I Feed the Front, which is kind of cool. It's at our organization, sixdegrees.org, you can donate and it pays for meals for frontline health care workers. If you, you know, $10 donation provides a meal and it helps them because it gives them fuel and they, the meals get delivered to the hospitals. And, you know, when they come off of a, a shift or whatever, there's, there's a, a meal waiting for them. But it also supports these small restaurants in these communities all over the country that are struggling as well. As we know, the restaurants are really hurting. Their employees are hurting. Oh, boy, so it kind, yeah. of, it kind of gives like in both ways. SixDegrees.org has a $50,000 donation that we're matching to help both support the healthcare workers and, and also these restaurants. People kind of assume that I have this like really strong connection to other celebrities. Like they're all in my Rolodex and it's really <laughs> not the case. You know? You're zooming with them every night. I, I honestly, Michael will tell you, it's, it's just not, it's just not the way it is. And for whatever reason, the first group that we reached out to really responded to it. And so the, I was really grateful for all of them for kind of kicking it off. That's great. Wow. Justin Timberlake over at your place right now? Right now. <laughs> come on, come on. Oh, don't, be Johansson. Be <laughs> don't be shy. Justin. 
All right, so we're going to play the new song, She's Easy. And, and Kevin, you said you wrote the thing. And Michael, <laughs> did you get involved in the production as usual? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a pass around. Um, we were in the studio. We, we, we did it in Hoboken. We have this lovely little studio over there called Hobo Sound. And we did the tracks there and then, you know, kind of passed around, you know, the arrangement and eventually mixed it. And there it is. So Michael wrote all those horns. That's like a really signature part of the of the song. You know, totally. I will tell you this. I really pay a lot of attention to the way a song is produced and written and all that. Yeah. And I've been with you guys from the very beginning. And to see the progress and the uh, acceleration in the sound and the overall production is amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. Are you guys making music every day now since you've got more time, maybe? We're just finishing up two things. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin doing California and I'm working uh, with a producer in outside of Philly called Joe Nicola. Once those are finished, we now have 10 new sides, which are going to be a CD, which is going to be released in mid-July. Uh, so we're pretty excited about it. We really didn't expect to Fabulous. putting out another cd but all of a sudden the songs were there and you know it's it's good we're it's it's great timing and i think we've used our time of being at home pretty well and we're launching a new single of mike's um this week i think on friday mike on the 15th yeah on friday called the way we love which is a beautiful song of uh michael's that uh will be available on friday wonderful uh, All right, guys. Thanks for taking the time. We appreciate okay. catching up with you. And tell Justin that you can come on camera in a minute. <laughs> oh, man, uh, he doesn't have pants on. <laughs> oh, bring him on then. <laughs> Michael and Kevin Bacon. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Patty. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.